In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Dayton. I'm here with Brown Superfan. How are you, buddy? Hey, man, Paul. How you doing? I'm great. Excellent, mate. So uh, I want to talk about uh, Otto Graham's statue. I want to talk about Brown's training camp, your experience. Uh, I've never been to a Brown's training camp. Can you maybe give us a bit of an insight to how the day actually works and uh, what you actually get to see? Yeah, absolutely. So... Um... The, I think one of the really cool things about it is it's just it's tucked right into a neighborhood. So you're literally walking by people's houses um, and the people that live like right in the area where you walk in the gates, like they've got, you know, pens for sale and footballs to get signed. And it's uh, it's really cool how the Browns have um, they've made it this intimate kind of neighborhood thing uh, there in Berea. So you walk in, there's, there's three fields. They have a little gift shop. There's food. It's almost like going to the stadium just on a smaller scale. Cool. And the locals don't mind it at all. They don't go, Jesus Christ, we can't park today. There's 10,000 people <laughs> turning up. No, everybody that lives there, I mean, obviously you've got to know if you, if you buy a house in that neighborhood. Um, there's, you know, little kids with lemonade stands, um, people sit out in their front lawns and wave and they've got their, you know, Browns flags and they're wearing their Brown shirts and everybody's, everybody's just really excited and happy. I went two years ago and everybody was excited then. Uh, but it, it was definitely a different vibe this year where every, the excitement level is at, is at a, a another level for sure. Do you like get a Browns chance going and stuff in the in the queue? Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's usually Baker chance. There's Jarvis chance. OBJ chance. Um, here we go, Brownies. Here we go. Um, there you go. <laughs> All that stuff. It is. It, it really is just like uh, just going to a game at First Energy, just smaller. And how long did you um, queue for, for example? How long what is it what how long did you have to queue before you get in um it it's not it's not too bad. They usually open the gates like an hour before the practice is supposed to start um, the I went on uh, the first day on that Thursday, and uh, the Browns Twitter had had i guess there were people that either camped out overnight to be like the first in line or um, there were so you you have to go through like the metal detectors and all that, make sure that nobody's going to be crazy or anything like that. But it um, you don't really stand there for very long. And really, like I said, you're, you're standing in the neighborhood, you're standing in a street. So there's, um, you know, you get to wave to all the people that live there and just dream that you, you had a house right next to Brown's training camp. Okay, cool. So you get inside the uh, inside um, you wait for practice. Is there f- more food at the, uh, Bria for you, or is that it then? 
Yeah, so they have a couple different um, food vendors. They've got, you know, they have the the Sugardale hot dog stand. Um, there's usually at least a couple food carts or food trucks. Um, they have a lot of the same vendors and things that you'll see outside the stadium um, before the games. So there's plenty of fan interaction. They've got the kids area set up. They have interactive um, displays of old, you know, former players. Um, they have where you can run a 40 yard dash where you can throw footballs, you can kick field goals. Um, this training camp, they had the, the, uh, where you could adopt some dogs. Right, they were so uh, cute. Some of them were really cute, but apparently they were gone in, you know, in seconds after people started coming in. So, it's a really good uh, – again, is this another good way for the Browns to be able to get into the, uh, into the community and to really give back um, in, a, in a really cool and unique way? I've got to ask, I hear the adverts on Cleveland Browns Daily. That, is it the Sugardale hot dogs? Yep. Are they any good? Look, I'm, I'm not sponsored by them, so, you, you know, you can <laughs> – not yet. You can be brutally honest with me. And uh, are they any good or not? They are fantastic. It is a it is a solid uh, game day hot dog for sure. Out of ten, how would you rate this hot dog? I would give it a solid seven point five. It is um, it's uh, it's not a gourmet hot dog like with all the crazy toppings or anything like that on it. Like you can get from other places, it is just a good solid game day hot dog. Seven point five. Okay, nice. Okay, good, and. Uh, so, um, obviously, uh, training, training starts. How much do you actually see of it as a fan? Um, you get to see – you can see all of it. It just kind of depends on where you want to situate yourself. They have three fields. Uh, two of them go long ways um, with the end zones pointing towards the facility. And then at the back end, like where you walk in, there's a field that goes horizontally. Um, and usually they break out into their different position groups or offense and defense and things like that. Um, where I was standing, I got to see um, some really cool, some really cool shots of the running backs going through some of their drills. I got a couple cool clips of that. Um, and then, then they'll go into the seven on seven drills or the 11 on 11s. Um, it's really cool. And you can move around like there, it's all kind of general admission. There's no real, there's no assigned seating or anything like that. So you can move around, um, you know, to see different, to see the offense for a little while, to see the defense or to see special teams. Um, it's, it's, it's very open and easy access to be able to see. And you're, you're right up, you know, you're right up there, the, the nets and the, the, the string where they, you know, block people off is, is really close to the, uh, to the action for sure. Awesome. And uh, who did you get to see this time? I got to see, um, like I said, I was standing next to the running back, so I got to see a lot of Chubb and Duke, Hilliard, uh, some of the other guys that they have in camp. Um, I saw uh, some of the offensive linemen, so I got to see Batonio. Um, and then when they started going into the 7-on-7 seven seven and the 11-on-11s, 11 11, um, I got to see two the two crazy sideline catches that OBJ had. And um, I had moved at one point, and then I got to see Baker scramble. Uh, the play had broken down, and he ran right up the middle for a big game. Got that little clip on, on video. 
it, it's just incredible what you get to see um, and that they're, you know, that they're just giving that experience to the fans even before um, actual games and preseason and things like that start. But did you actually like have any one-on-one interaction where you like got a selfie with any of the players or had a chat with them? Yeah, yeah. So then after the practice is over, you just kind of got to get lucky as far as what players go where. Yeah. Um, but I got to talk to um, Taki Taki um, for for a minute. Uh, he was really cool, and they were signing autographs. I almost got um, uh, Oak and Joby um, had come over and was working his way down, but they do a pretty good job of getting guys. They'll blow one whistle, which is kind of like their warning. And then the second whistle blows and they pretty much have to get, to get going and get, you know, if they have media responsibilities or anything like that, but usually uh, the the players are really good about, you know, getting adult stuff signed, but um, they're always really good about getting the younger fans and the kids signed. And um, the fans themselves are, are always really good too about, you know, especially if a bigger if a bigger player like Okunjobi or last two years ago when I was there and Miles Garrett came around, you know the the piles get pretty big when when the the superstars come around, but uh, they're usually really good about making sure that the kids get the autographs first. Cool. And then at the end, uh, do you get to see any of the media stuff or you all get booted out? <clears throat> um, they usually do the media stuff kind of closer towards the building. Um, I think you can kind of, you can hover for a little while, but then um, security usually tries to get everybody to, to move along. They usually have a lot of the, the food stuff is, is all the, all the different carts and all the different stands are kind of broken down at that point. So, um, you know, they usually try to get people so, so they don't have that, that media time um, interrupted or anything like that. Or sometimes they go, they'll go indoors to the indoor facility, which is right, which is right there as well. Awesome, mate. And uh, what was your one highlight this time you went? I think it was just, it was seeing OBJ. Like you can watch, you can watch his videos. You can watch, you know, games from, from the teams that he, the team that he was on or even in college, but to see him working in real life and to see it with your own eyes is something completely different. And, um, you know, just how effort, like I know you obviously see his videos where he's putting in the work in the off season and in training camp and watching his videos with the jugs machines and things like that. But you can have a guy put perfect coverage on him and it just doesn't matter. He, he just, he's a level above. And I mean, all these guys are world-class athletes, but he's in a category that few, few others occupy for sure. Yeah, mate, he's, he's, he's in a, a league above. And, uh, mate, I've never seen him play live, so I'm really super excited to see it. Yeah, and it'll be – I'm sure it'll even be a step above that, you know, when when it's actual game day and, um, you know, the wins and losses are coming into play that he's just incredible to, to watch and, you know, to really see that hard work put into play and to see that a lot of the – a lot of the stuff that gets reported on him is, is just kind of overblown, you know, media coverage to try to get clicks or something like that, that he really is a, uh, a professional and is really here to win championships just like everybody else on the team. But um, I think, I think we'll see another level of him for sure. Excellent. And uh, are you going to get to the scrimmage game or not? 
yeah, so that's uh, that's on Saturday. I've got tickets for that, so that's going to be exciting to see. Um, to see just like another, it's kind of like a a training camp session on steroids where they're really running through with pads and things like that. I went a couple of years ago when they had it at the Ohio State Stadium, which was really cool. Um, but uh, really excited to go see some 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 football at First Energy Stadium, and we're we're getting close to to the start of the season, man. It's, it's an exciting time. So it won't be simply uh, four quarters or 15 minutes defense versus attack. No, no, they kind of play it. It's like, it's like an abridged version. Um, from what I remember from a couple of years ago, they, um, you know, they, they play first and second teams, you know, kind of against each other and they try to get, they're trying to simulate that game, that game experience. Um, in a kind of a different venue or, or avenue um, versus just, uh, you know, running through a practice. Okay, cool. And, um, mate, there's been some winners and losers in the, in the training. Uh, Cleveland.com did a little article. that They said that uh, Freddie Kitchens was a winner. Um, yeah. Loser was the uh, kicker, Austin uh, Seibert. Did you see him kick at all? I think at this day, that first day I didn't see, a, see anybody kicking. Uh, but I did see that um, I did see that report that looked like he missed a few uh, a couple days a couple days ago or at a one of the last ones, and it looked like Greg jo- Greg Joseph was putting them all through. So that's going to be an interesting uh, an interesting battle to see how that goes throughout you know, the rest of training camp and preseason um, to see what that to see what that fifth round pick you know means to the Browns. You know, Dorsey is going to do what's best for the team. And um, it's going to be exciting. That yeah, um, one of the concerns or loser was uh, Callaway training a lot with the second team. Didn't really get into his stride very well. Yeah, the uh, when I was there, the the wide receivers were on the opposite side of the field. Um, I didn't get to see a whole. I didn't see him a whole lot um, in the uh, seven on sevens or eleven on eleven stuff. I think I might have I might have seen him catch one pass, um, but I've also heard those reports that um, you know that he doesn't have that same step or something like that. And it, um, the the competition, especially in the wide receiver room, is no joke this year. So um, we have those good team problems now, where we have talent that might not make you know might not make the team or might not have his. Uh, might not be as easily just on the team as they would have been in years past. Yeah. And mate, the D line looks so good, mate. I can't wait. Hopefully we have no injuries, but um, that's going to be a real game changer. Oh, absolutely. And it can only be good news for the offensive line, having to go against probably the best front four in the NFL right now. Um, and hopefully they can, they can click and, and gel. And I know there's a lot, there's some, some new faces on that on that front line, but, um, you know, incredible, incredible talent that we have. And, uh, last but not least, what's your views on the, uh, Otto Graham stadium uh, statue going up? I think it's, I think it's awesome. I mean, right now you've got the, the Jim Brown statue that's there, you know, one of the iconic, um, players in, in Brown's history and Otto Graham is right up there with him, you know, kind of revolutionized, the quarterback position and he was a he was a jack of all traits and holds tons of records we 
Mrs. Brown, super fan, and I were just at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. We actually went up, went back up to Cleveland this past weekend for the blood drive and uh, made a stop over in Canton for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And they were getting ready for the pro football game and the, the, the 2019 class induction and things like that. And to, <clears throat> to see him, you know, to see Otto Graham there and then all the other Browns players that are in the Hall of Fame. But uh, we went to one of the video screens and, and watched the little video blurb that they had, you know, of Otto Graham. And just, it's just crazy to, to think that there's that much history um, in the game of football and especially in the Browns and that, Otto Graham is in that is in that class, you know, in Browns history. That's that's something that every Browns fan can be uh, proud and excited about. Yeah, man, I can't wait, mate. It's it's so so close now, and uh, um, yeah, I'm absolutely buzzing. What do you think about not having a uh, Paul Brown uh, statue? I think that's definitely something that could be, you know forthcoming or in the works he's he's definitely in the hall of fame as a browns coach and um there was you know there there was some eventually they cut ties and you know he went on to to start the Bengals, and so there's that in and to this day there's still that you know in-state rivalry and the Bengals stadium is named paul brown stadium so um but as far as coaches go another you know another innovator and another um, another person that changed the game forever. All right, mate. Well, look, thanks a lot for speaking to us so early in the morning. And uh, I look forward to catching up with you uh, in Cleveland. What games are you going to this year? Um, I think we're looking at home opener. The I think we're – I'm trying to convince uh, the powers that be to go to at least four or five of the home games. And then we'll be at Cincinnati at the end of the year uh, as well. So we'll definitely be up there for, I think the low end is three, the high end is five uh, up in Cleveland, and then, um, and then the one in Cincinnati to, I think it's the last game of the year. It's like on the 29th of December or something like that. So that'll be, that'll be when we're locking up home field advantage and uh, coasting into the, into the playoffs. Yeah, mate. Hopefully, fingers crossed. And uh... – Mate, I look forward to seeing you. I'll be out there for the Titans. Hopefully, uh, your other half will come out for the uh, Bills-Browns uh, game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She'll be there. And the Bengals game, I haven't uh, bought my flights yet, but I am in my head going to that game. But it's too expensive at the moment. Very good. All right, buddy. You take care, mate. Mate, just let everyone know where can everyone find your details. Hey, yeah. it's uh, Twitter is at BrownSuperFan underscore. Instagram is just at Brown Superfan, and um, yeah, on there all the time. Love to love to have a chat, and always up to uh, meet up with anybody. Buy them a beer at First Energy Stadium or around town in in Cleveland, or if you ever find yourself in Dayton. Mate, Dayton's the place to be at the moment, right? Of course, of course. If you can't be in Cleveland, might as well be in Dayton. All right, buddy. Go Browns. Hey, go Browns. Go Browns.